Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, artists! It's Kelly Folsom here, and welcome back to the Art Life Conversations podcast. This is episode number eight. Can you believe I have filmed eight podcasts? Wow! I'm so, you know what? I'm so proud of myself. And um, because this is not easy to do, and I'm just so excited to be doing this, and yay me for doing eight in a row. Woohoo! Yeah. Okay. So today, 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 um, in light of what I just shared, um, starting my podcast and um, getting started with all of that, my topic today is on starting small. So <clears throat> there's this really beautiful quote by um, Brendan Burchard, and I'm probably not going to get it 100% right. And if you don't know who Brendan Burchard is, I would definitely um, check him out. He's written a lot of really great books. He's a really wonderful, um, positive mentor and coach, mostly for business owners, but just in general as well. But the quote um, says, you're not afraid to live your dream or to start your dream. You're embarrassed to be seen starting small. <laughs> and this is something that I have seen, you know, hold a lot of artists back is just not wanting to be where they are and just not wanting to start small. Um, and of course, this can, you know, uh, show up both in becoming an artist and starting to make your art. Um, it can also show up like whenever you're trying to transition more into the professional art realm and you're having to get your start as a professional artist. It can show up when you say, you know what, I want to start putting my work out there and I want to start building my audience online. Um, all of that requires, nobody gets away with not starting out small. That's first and foremost. Everybody has to start small. Everybody has to start from zero. You know, none of us get to really escape that. So um, it can be embarrassing and it can be hard to get through that time of starting small. You know, um, I think the only thing that really is different about me from what I see from other artists that I work with online is that I am willing to start small. You know, I'm also willing to um, suck at first, you know, and I'm willing to suck publicly um, in front of people. I'm, I'm willing to be bad at what I do or not be great at what I do in the first attempts that I have, like even doing this podcast. I'm sure, you know, a year from now or two years from now, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, those first podcasts make me cringe. Um, they were so bad. You know, I'm sure looking back back, I will think that, but it is a requirement for me to start with where I am with the skills that I have and to start from zero, um, to start 
just the first podcast, you know, or start uh, for you, perhaps start your first painting, um, sign up for that first painting class or that first art class. You know, we all have to start with the very first thing, the very first action, the very first attempt. And, um, you know, I think the key is that you can't look too closely at each thing that you're doing. Um, and also if you start, you know, getting into that embarrassment, like Brendan is referring to the embarrassment of being seen small, <laughs> like all of us start small, you know, um, but there's like this embarrassment that I've witnessed among artists. Like, I don't want to be seen as starting small. I don't want people to see me start small. I don't want people to watch me, you know, um, do poor quality work or do, do beginner work. Um, and I, I think what happens a lot is that then artists are trying to build their skills, you know, so much in private and it just makes that progress so much harder to, to get to, you know, makes, Anytime we're like hiding away by ourselves and we're trying to reach this pinnacle of, of skill and capability, but we're trying to do it totally private, you know, I've never really seen that work before. So, um, paint, while painting is primarily a private activity, I think part of what really um, contributes to our capability and our skills and our growth is that we have to then make it a public issue. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to share it publicly with the world, not that even the world will even see what you're doing in the beginning, but because you are starting small. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about starting small, too, is that you get like this really beautiful grace period where, yeah, you're not that important and people aren't paying that much attention to you. So you get to make mistakes. You get to try a lot of things. You know, you get to test things out publicly and see what people respond to. So actually, I think there's such a huge blessing in being small and starting from zero you know, because you get this beautiful grace period of learning um, without too much criticism or judgment or anything like that, which is always hard, of course, whenever we're starting out is getting that criticism and judgment. Once you kind of reach a certain level um, or maybe maybe you've achieved a certain reputation for yourself or something like that, you know, that actually gets a little bit more risky because people... Um, people can feel like maybe that they can knock you down, you know, or try to knock you down um, a little bit more, or they might be more inclined to try to do that. You know, there's an old Johnny Cash quote, which cracks me up, but it's like, uh, how's it go? The higher you climb, the brighter your ass shines, you know? <laughs> so it's, you know, there's so much to be said about starting small and starting from zero. There's so many benefits to it. Um, and we all have to start where we are and do with what we have with where we are and then move from there and grow from there. And so I just think it is actually not something to be embarrassed of. I think it's something to be very grateful for. And I know that sometimes that's hard because I do remember, you know, in the beginning, like being terrified to, you know, in art class, we would 
we would paint all day. And then at the end of the day, everyone would have to put up their paintings on the wall and we would have this group critique. And I mean, all of us, well, most of us, not all of us, but a lot of us were just like, oh my gosh, this is horrifying. You know, I don't want anybody to say anything negative about my work. And then like for me early on, it would be like, oh my gosh, this painting is so bad. I know it's bad. I don't want to hear about it being bad. And I'm just so embarrassed that anybody's seeing it. But there was really a great benefit to being in that group environment with other artists and art instructors. Um, you know, obviously, you know, it's scary and we're all kind of more sensitive to criticism in the beginning. Um, but it was such a benefit to not just be painting in private all the time. It was such a benefit to hear those thoughts, hear that feedback, get those, get that constructive criticism, um, from the art instructor and from my peers, you know, just because we were all just starting didn't mean that we didn't have any, um, have any taste or we didn't have anything of quality that we could contribute to one another. We definitely did. And so that was the other benefit of um, starting small and uh, not keeping it, not keeping it 100% private and secluded just to myself was that we all were able to help one another and support each other and learn from each other. That was another big thing. Like if somebody else was doing something awesome, like if they had a breakthrough or, you know, even just, you know, oh my gosh, how did you get your brushstroke to go down like that? You know, then we can learn from each other, not just from the instructors. And, um, I find once you, like for me, for example, once I was able to let go of that embarrassment, then I had more of this openness and this willingness to learn and this curiosity. And I wasn't embarrassed to ask my peers questions or have a conversation about art, you know, have a conversation about technique. And obviously, in the beginning for me, that would really ebb and flow a lot. Like at some points I would be so open and curious and, and receptive, you know, to feedback and giving feed, both giving and receiving feedback. And then of course it might be two hours later that I would be like, Oh my gosh, I just cover me in a blanket of shame. I'm never going to be a good artist, you know? And then, then I would be totally closed off, you know? So it's the same thing too, like whenever it comes to art business and things like that, you know, um, I've been working with artists lately and helping them to double their painting sales online, um, organically, uh, you know, using social media without paid advertising. And, um, a lot of the artists I've been working with are just now getting started on Instagram and kind of a common theme that was showing up for a lot of them was just, Oh gosh, I only have, you know, 20 followers or I only have 50 followers. You know, most of them were starting from zero starting from total scratch, like setting up a new account on Instagram and making their very first post, you know, and, um, this is something to be celebrated. It's something to be proud of that you actually did that, you know? Um, but what I've noticed is a lot of them are feeling embarrassed by the size of their accounts, you know, the size of their following. And I think sometimes when you're 
when you're looking at other people, for example, when maybe they look at my account and they go, well, gosh, you know, you have over 70,000 followers. But the thing is, like, I had to start from zero too. you know, I had to start from scratch without any followers. I had to start with one post, you know, and then I had to make the next post and the next post and the next post. And, and I had to learn as I was making posts, like, okay, um, I had to learn about hashtags and um, how to take better images or how to try to write things that would engage my audience more. Um, and expand my audience more on Instagram. And so, you know, and I, I've been, when did I start Instagram? I don't know. It was like 2016, maybe, maybe 2017. Um, I think that's whenever I got my first iPhone as well. And I was like, oh, there's this thing called Instagram. I guess I better try to figure it out. Before then, I had just been on Facebook, which was great. And I really loved um, sharing my work on Facebook and and building relationships with people all over the world online using Facebook. But the thing is, is like I had to start from zero even on Facebook too. Um, so there's no, there should be no shame in starting small. Everybody has to start from scratch, start from ground zero. Um, it's just a matter of knowing that if you continue to put one foot in front of the other, um, you will make progress. You will grow. You know, if you're trying to build your audience on, on Instagram, you will grow your audience over time. You know, it's just a matter of time. And if you get too focused on how small you are, you know, in that moment, then it gets really discouraging and you just want to give up or quit or, um, you know, I mean, even with social media, it's like everything can happen really fast with social media, but not nearly as fast as what we want, right? Like sometimes we think, oh, I'm going to post for a week and I'm going to go from zero to 500 followers in a week, you know? And um, that's just not really how it works for most people. I mean, obviously, I think you can be smart and try to find, you know, try to learn everything you can about a topic or a subject, get help, get instruction you know, try to speed up the process. Um, I think that's a great thing to do. And, uh, you know, being strategic about your development and your learning, um, you can try to uh, make that process shorter, perhaps than what it, um, you know, what it could be. But it's, it's really, it's not that big of a percentage change, I would say, you know, especially with painting, like it's just a physical act creating. It's, it's a physical act and um, it takes a lot of physical practice, putting in the physical thing, doing the physical thing for us to start seeing the results back that we want to see. And so it really takes um, a lot of time, a lot of practice and really consistent, consistently showing up. That's the other thing that I see that hinders artists a lot, um, especially those who are starting small 
and they're embarrassed to start small is that I see that they get focused on that embarrassment and they get focused on, you know, they get discouraged and then they're not consistent anymore. And once they stop being consistent, well, now you're just slowing your progress like tremendously, you know? Um, so one good thing for me and my experience, not that, I mean, I don't, I don't really believe in art colleges anymore. I think that it's a dead, it's a dead thing. <laughs> Maybe it can come back. I don't know. But, um, but the benefit of being at that art college was that I was there daily. I was there daily creating. And, um, because I was able to get student loans, it bought me the time, you know, um, not fully in isolation, but, you know, it, it bought me four years of small group, you know, isolation to start small and to get started small. Um, so the fact that I was able to be consistent and go someplace every single day and paint, um, and share with other artists and learn from the teachers that were there. There was an amazing library that was there. So I was also able to get some self-education from the art history books and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it was consistent. It was four years, you know, most likely at least most likely 40 hours a week, you know, give or take some, sometimes more than that in a week, sometimes less than that. Um, but I would say the one thing whenever you are starting small is that you really have to be consistent in your actions and you really have to try to put in as much time as you can, um, you know, to get better, to build the skills and capability that you need in order to not be small anymore and to have confidence, you know, in what you're doing. So whether that is on the business side of things, um, you know, in art or whether that's just your, your own artistic development. Um, you just have to be willing to be small in the beginning and start small and, um, just continue to show up small. You know, uh, there's only one way to get a bigger, better future. And that is you have to start from somewhere. You have to start small and every single day, you know, you just continue on doing the actions that you know that you have to take in order to not be small anymore. So, yeah, so I hope that this has been helpful to all of you. Uh, this topic of being okay starting small, you know, not being embarrassed by starting small. And, um, and I also want to encourage all of you don't start small alone. You know, I went to a physical, um, art school. Um, so that was back in 2008, 2007, but there are so many ways now online to study online. There are fantastic online um, art groups with other artists. Um, I know I've witnessed in my own um, art program, Vital Art Sessions, I've witnessed in that program artists making major connections with each other, actually, you know, meeting up with each other, painting together, um, kind of, you know, kind of forming their own little friendship groups on Facebook and um, sharing with each other. And just because it's online doesn't mean that it can't have the same impact because it totally can. I mean, now people can get together on Zoom calls. I mean, that was one of the great benefits. Well, you hate to say anything was a benefit in 2020 from COVID, but 
people were able to connect with one another online just as much as they would in person. And the benefit of online and having a world a world to connect with is that it is, especially if you're in like a small town or not a place where there are a lot of artists is that the benefit is then you can find, you know, um, you can find artists that are like you. Um, you can um, get mentored, you can get coached, you can get instruction online. Um, basically, you can custom build your networking circle of artists and um, do it all online. So there's really no excuse anymore um, for not getting better at your art. You know, if you want to be an artist, um, there's just way too many opportunities now. Um, but the thing is like, you have to not be afraid to start small and you also have to not be afraid to, uh, reach out and become a part of a group, you know? So yeah, I guess that would be the, the two points for this podcast that I would like to share is that number one, don't be embarrassed to be small. You have to start small. Everybody has to start from zero. Um, so try to find the benefit to that. Like, why is that, um, a good thing, you know? And then number two, don't just do everything privately because when you're just doing all of your work privately and you're not sharing it, you're not giving feed, getting feedback. Um, you know, the problem with that is that your growth is really, really going to be stifled, really stagnated. Um, you know, that's part of why for me as a teenager, I gave up on doing art because I didn't have anybody, um, in my life to share it with. I didn't have any peers to get feedback from. There was, you know, no online classes. There was no in-person classes. And, um, for me doing it just privately and not having any audience that I could share it with just, you know, I eventually just stopped. I just stopped doing it, you know. So art, I believe, is meant to be shared. And um, the more you can share it outside of your private space, outside of yourself, the more you will be rewarded in growth. So that's also kind of the antidote to starting small as well is like just putting yourself out there. And it's, it's, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it doesn't require some courage. Um, but that is the only way that you're really going to grow and grow into that bigger, better, um, results, uh, that you're hoping for. Okay, my art friends, I hope that this has been um, helpful to you wherever you are on your journey. And um, I'd love to hear from all of you, your experience with starting small, how you have maybe sabotaged yourself from not wanting to start small or just, um, you know, not finding that, um, not, not doing it publicly, not putting yourself out there also. Both of those um, are really saboteurs for our growth. So also, if you have any other thoughts, issues that you're facing in your art life, feel free to email them to info at artlifewithkelly, K-E-L-L-I dot com. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, I'm wishing you happy painting. Bye. Bye.